You're listening to audio from Queen City Church. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message will encourage you and offer practical steps for a relationship with God that keeps getting better and better. Hey, what's up? If we haven't had the chance to meet, my name is Brian Cromer, and I have the privilege of serving as the lead pastor of Queen City Church right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. And whether you call Queen City home or not, I want you to know that we are so grateful, excited, and honored to spend this time with you today for Church at Home. I hope you had an amazing Christmas, and let me be one of the first ones to say Happy New Year. And now as we turn the page on 2022 and look ahead to 2023, I want you to know what I'm praying for you as we start this new year. I'm praying and believing in faith that 2023 will be the best year of your life, specifically that 2023 will be the best year of your life spiritually, that this year will be a year where you were closer to God than ever before, where your personal relationship with God is closer and more real and more consistent than ever before, a year where you hear God's voice in such a loud and clear way, a year where you experience the presence and the power of God in your life in fresh new ways, a year where you thrive, flourish, come alive, and are fulfilled like never before. That's what I'm praying for you this year. But what are you praying for you this year? What are you hoping for this year? What are you dreaming for this year? The truth is, this is the time of the year where we all naturally take inventory of where we are and where we want to be. Like This is the time of the year where we make New Year's resolutions, where we ask ourselves the question, what changes do I need to make this year? And maybe this year, you're thinking about making some health and physical resolutions, like I'm going to work out. I'm going to hit the gym more this year. I'm going to get jacked. Like I'm going to go on a diet and lose those extra pounds I gained around the holidays. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to cut certain foods out of my diet. I'm going to keto. I'm going to cut carbs. I'm going to carbo load. I'm going to stop staying up so late and I'm going to start going to bed earlier. I'm going to be more disciplined. Maybe this year you need to make some financial resolutions like, hey, this is the year I'm going to get my finances in order. I'm going to start using a budget. I'm going to get out of debt. I'm going to finally pay off those student loans. Or maybe this year you need to make some spiritual resolutions. And you're thinking things like, this year I'm going to take my relationship with God more serious. I'm going to read the Bible more. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to get to church more. This is going to be the year that I make church a priority and I'm going to be there every time the doors are open. This is the year I'm going to start giving. This is the year I'm going to start serving. This is the year I'm going to go all in with 21 days of prayer. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm going to level up spiritually this year. But let's be real. If we were really honest, for many of us, Those resolutions have been on repeat. The ones we are making this year are the same ones we made last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. We've got to somehow figure out how to get off resolution repeat. Because the question is not how can we 
experience change. The real question is, how can we experience lasting change? Because there is a big difference between change and lasting change. We don't want to just experience temporary change in January only to drift back to the same place that we were in February. No, we want to experience lasting change. But here's what I've discovered. No matter how much I try, there always seems to be a gap between where I am and where I want to be. And I don't think I'm the only one. In fact, the Apostle Paul, literally one of the most famous influential Christians in history, who planted a whole bunch of churches, who wrote 13 of the 27 books of our New Testament, he even said this in Romans chapter 7, verse 18 and 19. He said, I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do anyway. And then he goes on to say this in verse 21. He says, I've discovered this principle in life that when I want to do what is right, I inevitably do what is wrong. You see, there's often a gap between where we are and where we want to be. And maybe that resonates with you today. Maybe that perfectly describes your life. Like, you you hear that and you're thinking, yeah, no matter how hard I try, no matter how many resolutions I make, no matter how disciplined I attempt to be, I seem to always fall short. I seem to always have a gap between where I am and where I want to be. But what if I told you that you have access to all the power that you need to change? That you do, in fact, have access to the power to get from where you are to where you want to be. You see, over 2,000 years ago, God sent His one and only Son, Jesus, to the earth on a rescue mission. And He lived a perfect life. And then He died a criminal's death on a cross to pay for our sins so that we could have the chance to have a restored relationship with God. But it gets even better than that. Not only did He die to pay for our sins, He didn't stay dead. Three days later, the Holy Spirit raised Him from the dead, defeating death, hell, and the grave. And I don't know if you know this, but that has a massive impact on our lives today. Here's why. Romans 8 verse 11 says that the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as, meaning in the same exact way, that God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit, get this, living within you. In other words, if you are a follower of Jesus, if you have given Him your life and received the free gift of grace, the same power that conquered death lives in you. Now, I don't know how much actual power it took to raise Jesus from the dead. But I do know that this verse says that the same power lives inside of you. That means that you have access to power to not just experience change, but experience lasting change. Power that can help you accomplish all your resolutions this year. Power that can heal your marriage that right now is hanging on by a thread. Power that can restore your broken relationships. Power that can literally lift anxiety and depression. Power that can bring lasting peace to your racing thoughts and emotions. Power that can help you break that addiction and experience lasting freedom. Listen, 
you have access to power that can change your life in ways that you can never change on your own. In ways that you don't even think right now are possible. Let me put it this way. The Holy Spirit gives you the power to close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. We are never promised that life is going to be all sunshine and rainbows. No, it's still going to be hard, but at least it won't be impossible. And let me just encourage you to not buy into a lie that culture wants to tell you that hard equals bad because it's just not true. Just because something is hard doesn't mean it's bad. In fact, the best things in my life have been hard. I believe everything you want is on the other side of hard. But with the Holy Spirit, you actually have the power to do it. You have the power to close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. It's like the difference between rowing and sailing. When you're rowing, it's all on you and your energy and your effort and your power, and it will eventually run out. But when you're sailing, you have access to power that's beyond you, beyond your energy and your effort that actually never runs out. And that power is the Holy Spirit. So the big question is, how can you and I access that power? Here's the answer, and it may just surprise you. We just ask for it. That's it? Yep. Just ask for it? Yep. It's that simple? Yep. You mean I don't have to jump through a bunch of theological hoops? Nope. Just ask for it. Jesus himself says this in Luke Chapter 11, verse 13. So, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So at the start of this year, let's do that. Let's not spend 2023 rowing when we could be sailing. So right now, let's ask Him. And I want to pray for you. And if you feel comfortable... I want to invite you to extend your hands in front of you like you are receiving a gift. And let's pray. God, I thank you for every person watching today. I thank you for the gift of a new year. And as we start 2023, we invite you into every single area of our life. Our relationships, our resolutions, our time, our schedules, our thoughts, our emotions, our jobs, our marriages, our families. We want you and we need you in every single area of our life. And today, we recognize that there's a very real gap between where we are and where we want to be. And we humble ourselves and acknowledge that we don't have the power by ourselves to close that gap. But we also recognize in faith that you have the power that we need. So right now, we ask for you to fill us with the Holy Spirit. Fill us with the power to close the gap between where we are and where we want to be. Right now, we receive all that you have for us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. If there's anything in your life that we can pray for, please visit queencitypeople.com prayer. For the latest updates on our church, follow us on social media at Queen City People or visit queencitypeople.com.